Yeah, buddy. Rolling like a big shot. Couch Shakes episode 21 <laughs> on the hip hop. I, I don't know where to go from there. I was trying to come up with something, but that's Andrew sucked. coming with the two great intros in a row. Two of them. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm trying to come up with some good stuff. I, I sat down. No, I didn't. I didn't take the time to write anything down, but I do want to come up with some stuff. Like one of these weeks, I'm just going to sit down and write down, okay, if it's your turn to open this week, you do this or you do that. But I just got that song, um, Ice Cream Paint Job, stuck in my head. Have you heard yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, while, that's where yeah. I was going with that. Yeah, I, it's, I'm on, you know, we both talked about Spotify. Was it last week or the week before or something like that? Yeah. I can't remember. But anyway, um, there's a uh, playlist that I follow called Hip Hop Drive, and it's like old classic hip hop songs. Like, I don't know, you got like a Millie, you got whatever you like, and you got like Ice Cream Paint, uh, Ice Cream Paint Job, yeah. Um, middle school, on there. Rap. yeah, stuff we listen to middle middle school, and it's just like stuff you listen to when you're driving. Hip Hop Drive, it's actually a pretty good playlist. But yeah, I like I those know. driving ones. I, I don't know, it's yeah, just I something about it, like. There's just certain songs that is a driving song. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, there really is. Like, um, I'm trying to think, dude. Honestly, I'll tell you what's a really good driving song is uh, crap. What is it called? Let me look at my Spotify real quick. What do you know? Any good uh, driving songs? Yeah, I got one, but it's uh, dude, yeah, you wouldn't I'm like it. Not even joking. This is crazy. As soon as I opened up my Spotify, the first suggested playlist was "Take a Drive." Whoa. Not even joking, dude. That's creepy. Illuminati. They're listening, dude. They are listening. Oh, um, yeah, dude. We got to tell like the the cup thing that you sent me. Oh, <laughs> yes, dude. Um, okay. So a few weeks ago, I think it was two episodes ago. I want to say Trey talked about he bought the uh, what is it? Uh, the G so Fuel. I, I think you yeah, called I, it. I impulse bought this G Fuel cup, and uh, and Andrew had never heard about it before. Never. I swear I had never heard of this brand of um, powder stuff ever. Never. And then, so he talks about he bought it or whatever, the uh, the cup special edition or whatever. And, you know, he sent, like, I didn't Google G Fuel or anything like that. He just sent me a um, picture of his cup online. And so I swear, as soon as we stopped recording, I got on um, Instagram the first ad that popped up was for G Fuel. <laughs> I swear. I'm not even yeah. trying to exaggerate. I was like, dude, what no, the heck? Like, I immediately I was, showed Trey. Yeah, I was editing the episode right after we finished, and I got that text from Andrew, and I was like, no way. Yes, dude. Like, I know they listen. It's it's just obvious oh, at this there's point. there's no doubt. Like, there, yeah, honestly, there's no doubt. And, like, sometimes it's not even about stuff you would even realize that you had, like, talked about. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait. Didn't I just talk about this like a few hours ago? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like it's nothing you've ever go like obviously I know they do they watch the Google. Like that's not even like everybody knows that. Like when you Google something, you're gonna start seeing ads about that. Everybody knows that part. But when you're in conversation and it comes up, that's where it's weird to me. Dude, I swear that like okay, I, I watch YouTube on my PlayStation all the time. Yeah. And so like sometimes I'll think of something and I'll be like, I should really Google that. Or I mean like look it up on YouTube, right? So I'll go to the search bar and I swear I'll type in like one letter and it reads my mind. Yep. And it and it's yep. not like I'm thinking like, Oh, look up Assassin's Creed. No, I'm looking like look up Assassin's Creed, how to catch bear in this forest or something like that. And that's the oh, first yeah. thing that'll pop up. I don't know yep. how it happens, you know? Yeah, I've had the same thing happen to me like so many times. It's like, or you're uh, thinking about a certain song that you want to listen to that you've yeah. never listened to before because a friend suggested it. You type in the first two letters immediately, you know, uh, what ice cream paint job by whoever that's by. I have no idea who sings that song or raps it or whatever, but you know what I mean? It's the yeah. craziest thing. Like, literally, like, I'm serious. I think they can read minds because I'll just go, like, because, like if you can refresh your recommended section on the PlayStation, YouTube, and all that, just like you would on a computer, and sometimes if I can't find the video in right there, it's tedious to, like, type through everything because typing is awful, so sometimes I'll just refresh the recommended until I find what I'm mm -hmm. looking for. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I'll just go, Okay, I want ice cream paint job, and then I'll go back and boom, it's the first one. Paint I job, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I know it is so weird though. Um, but I will say this though, I'm telling you, dude, what it, it from what I understand, obviously we were really little when this happened, and not to bring up like a sore subject to anybody, but bro, after 9 11, they listened to us. 
I'm telling you, that was the point where they were like, the government's like, okay, we're listening to everybody. We're watching everybody. That's like, the point you where everything I mean? changed. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, that's when the government really started, like, watching everybody. And I don't mean, like, the FBI is, like, listening to us talking right now on their headset. And, like, everybody has their own personal agent. No. But they do have, like, recordings of us and stuff like that. I guarantee it. I sound like a crazy person right now. Yo, so it, I, I, think I watched so. this, uh, speaking of YouTube, I watched this video the other day of this guy. So uh, apparently you can get all of the data that Google takes from you. And you can also do that on like YouTube and Snapchat yeah. and Facebook and all that. And you can just download this data and you can see what yeah. they're doing. And they say it's for like ad preferences and stuff like that. So this guy. You're full of crap. So like seriously, like this guy, he went to his Google account and he has a Google Pixel phone. Keep that in mind. And he went and he downloaded the data that they had saved from him, like his mm-hmm. searches and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, he was looking through it, and it, it, just one month of data was like 150 gigabytes of stuff that they'd no saved way. just from him. So he downloaded some of it. 150 gigs? Yeah, it was something ridiculous like that. So that he started, um, he started like going through it, and he found like some pictures that he had saved, uh, like that, that went into his Google Photos account. And they were all just in like a URL link that was like private. So, <laughs> okay. but so then he started testing it out. He's like, "What if I delete this picture from my Google Photos? Will this link still work?" Deleted the pictures. The 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 link to that picture is still online somewhere. So theoretically, a bot could go in and figure out this uh, the the URL that you put in, and you could still find these pictures. So they're saying like this could lead to like celebrity leaks or anything. You know, you can oh, hack into I people's mean, phones and find their pictures. Yeah. But the crazy well, part to seen me, all this. I know, but the crazy part to me was that he found voice recordings of himself. Anytime he'd be like, hey, he would be like, hey, Google, what's the weather outside? They recorded that and stored it every single time. Shoot, that's crazy because I have one of those little Google things in my room, in my bedroom. And dude, I'd say that all the time. Like every single day. I'm not, I don't want to like say the phrase because like it'll (laughs) hear me. But um, like if I say like blank, blank, what's the weather looking like today? It will definitely like pull up. So that's kind of creepy. And I tell you what's crazy though. um, I haven't even told my grandmother this, but like four years ago, we bought her a, or my parents bought her a Google thing for her house. Mm -hmm. And um, she used, cause like she doesn't have like a bunch of technology and you know, you have to sign up for it like on a phone or a tablet or something. And so she used mine uh, to sign in. So it was like linked to my account. And so I don't do, like, I immediately, as soon as I found out this happened, I swear I changed it, but um, I, it would, like, save what you're saying, and I, it was so easy. I, I would just get on the app, and I could it li- actually listen to her asking Google something. Like, it would record what she asked and save it on Yo. the app. So, like, I could record her. I, like, I li- would literally just click play because I didn't know what it was, and it was like, you could hear her in the background going, hey, Google, um, you know, who was the 23rd president of the United States? And I'd be like, dude, I should not have access to this. No. So, I mean, oh my I God. was the 23rd president of the United States. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't even hear who she said. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Who is the 23rd president of the United States? Benjamin Harrison was the 23rd president of the United States. That's like I served for like 30 days. Yeah, I'm not sure if that picked up on the mic or not, but that's I didn't completely forgot. But anyway, I thought that was crazy, but I immediately fixed it. She still doesn't know that, but I just made it to where like it went to another account because she doesn't know how to do stuff like that. Well, so, good on you for fixing that at least. It's kind of oh you well, know. I didn't want to hear what she was I mean, asking. Obviously, Google. I know you that don't. That would be weird. Like, I don't know what she talks about to Google. I don't even. She probably doesn't even use it much. But um, also, real quick before we start our favorite things of the week because we have not gone to that yet. Um, the song I was going to say earlier was independent by Lil Boozy. Oh, no, no, no. It's not Lil Boozy. It's, um, Webby. That's who it is. Webby. Don't uh, see. There's so many old, like 2000s rappers that have like stupid, stupid names and they have like one hit wonders. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm pretty sure this guy was a one hit wonder. Cause I can't think of another song by him. At least I don't think I can. So do you know what you- song I'm talking about? Uh, it's I N D E P E N D E N T. Do you know what that means? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's a good now. car song, dude. I'm telling you, that's a good uh, long car ride song. So, uh, you you got something first for favorite thing, Andrew? Because <laughs> I think well, I think we're we're stretching this out. Yeah, we are. No, so um, this is actually I hate the favorite thing of the week because I always I can't come up with something. It's so hard. 
not because like I like have like an awful life or something like that. It's just because like there's so many things that I'm like, well, should I say this big thing or should I talk about it later in the podcast or what? But so, you know, you got so many things that happened this week. First off, Stranger Things, that was great. Um, you've got, you know, NBA stuff going on. Um, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you know, go ahead and follow me at Andrew Arnold three. Thank you. <laughs> Don't follow um, him. But I went to Disney World last week for the Fourth of July. Fourth of July was awesome. So I'm gonna say Disney World. Yeah, I guess that'll be my favorite thing of the week. I that was see a great how you trip. couldn't say that. Disney World's the bomb. Yeah, no, it is. I love Disney World. My family is definitely one of those Disney people that you would say. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. My family, especially my parents. Me and my sister have definitely kind of like adopted it, obviously, but um, my parents are big Disney people. Like they were yeah. going before I was even born. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wish I could uh, like go back. I think I've been three times and it's always a great time, you know. Oh, it is. Just, yeah, it's really fun. I don't have I, the money. I don't together? have the time. You know how it is. Me and you went together one time, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We went on that trip in high school. That was before me and you were even friends, though, because I was like my freshman or sophomore year, though, I think, wasn't it? I don't even think me and you were friends at the time, were we? Uh, I think we. I think that actually, I think that's kind of how we became friends. Was it? Was no, it no, the, that was the, the that was trip? the Chicago trip. That's right. We yeah, yeah. Chicago, Chicago trip was when me and you became friends because me and you, um, because I was hanging out. Obviously, Trent invited me to hang out with you guys, and then me and you just kind of like obviously started talking from there, and then I guess you know a friendship blossomed into a beautiful relationship. Here Wasn't we it are. great? I'm I'm the best thing that's ever happened to you, Troy. Yeah, we'll say that. <laughs> okay, what is your favorite thing of the week? Um, I'm going back up to Florence this Friday, so I guess it hasn't happened yet, but I'm just oh, looking forward man. to it. Is, I mean, um, I'm going is up that to against the rules? Yeah, I mean, it's this week, right? But I don't know. We need somebody to tell us if that's against the rules. Where's our producer at? Is it against Jerry. the rules? <laughs> is that against the rules, Jerry? <laughs> Jerry good, says man. yes. That's against the rules. Dang. Well, no, I guess I'm I don't. Have I, you one. know what? I'm. You know, I think yeah, I have more power than him, so I overrule. I'll let. I'll allow it. So yeah, I, I got this friend up in Florence that uh, I might have mentioned it before, but dude, he's an amazing songwriter, and he just kind of does oh, it yeah, as yeah. a hobby. Yeah, you and, told me about uh, this guy. So I'm going up to Florence this weekend to help him record some stuff um just kind of oh, make yeah, like a little fun a little ep just i mean obviously it's just like a home thing it's not gonna be anywhere near professional but just is it gonna try to, like, are you gonna try and put it up like on spotify or something um i mean if it's good enough maybe but i don't think it will be so um how do you the, go about that my point here is like or like my objective is to get something good enough to do where he can maybe burn some cds and send it to some places mm. and okay. like try to get some gigs and stuff like that you know what i mean yeah, just trying, you know, perform at a bar or something. You know, you got to start from the bottom. Yeah, right. So, uh, you know, I just wanted to go up there and help him have a good time up in Florence since I don't live there anymore. So, hey, but, that'll be a ton of fun, actually. That's pretty yeah. good. Uh, that's a good favorite thing of the week. I like that, Trey. Thank you, Andrew. So, anyway, I think something that me and Trey both wanted to wait to say because obviously this is an incredible thing of the week, but we wanted to have a whole segment about it. The U.S. Women's National Team, baby. That is what I'm freaking talking about, dude. Netherlands got that work, son. <laughs> yeah, I've been, been talking about it since the first game on here. Like, didn't we, the first game against Thailand, we were doing that yeah, one live, right? Yeah, it was uh, Thailand. Yeah. So, dude, God, talk about work. They got that work, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Netherlands actually, you know, they held their own. Um, obviously we took the lead when Megan Rapino got that penalty kick, which was awesome. And then, uh, was it Rose Lavelle? I think yeah. that's how you pronounce her last name. Rose Lavelle got that score, like not even was, I think it was like 10 minutes after that. And so once we got to that point, I kind of, I think I said it to you. I know I said it to my roommate. I was like, God, ah, it's over. Like, even though there was like 20 minutes left, I was like, dude, it's over for sure. Well, to me, it was scoreless in the first half. Yeah. Women's soccer is so funny to me because, um, well, I, I mean, not funny, but interesting because it's like it's not like traditionally the same countries that are good at men's soccer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's way different. Yeah, yeah. like think Netherlands and U.S. Think of their men's counterparts. Yeah, no, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. There's so many countries that like you're like, well, how did they get there? Oh, yeah. And I said the same thing about the Netherlands. I was like, really? Because I don't think the Netherlands has ever been like to the finals in the men's. I don't think. I mean, I, I'm see, not there the is also a big thing know. about that. 
Well, see, there's also like a big thing about, um, you know, with women's soccer, there's a lot of countries that still don't let women play sports, yeah, which is a real shame, which, I, yeah, which is awful. So I don't get that part, but I do think that does kind of play into it a little bit on what countries you see that are successful and uh, which ones that you don't even hear from because they don't, they don't have soccer like they do in the men's uh, world cup. So it's a little bit different, but um, nonetheless, this is an exciting and um, pretty big accomplishment. Dude, that's their fourth. So there's only been uh, eight women's World Cups ever, and the U.S. has won half of them. Yeah, dude. Dude, come on. That's what I'm freaking talking about. I love that. Yeah, that's uh, that's complete domination. Oh, it really is. This is a dynasty for sure. Oh, yeah. I think, that's the, I think you can give that uh, word to this team. I would say so. Yeah, I mean. Especially after this one. Because like I'm not gonna like sit here and act like I was watching them in '99, <laughs> but just from what I've seen in the times that the World Cups that I've watched uh, that I've been able to watch old enough, I would definitely say this team's a dynasty. They dominate, and this team this year I would say is the best one for sure. They kicked butt. They never even trailed one time this entire World Cup. Not one second did they trail. Still haven't trailed since 2011. Think about that. Oh, I didn't even and realize it was since 2011. I thought it was just this year. No, they haven't trailed in a World Cup match since 2011. Yeah, and I think they're on a 12-game uh, win streak, too, in the World Cup, which is a record. Mm-hmm. The last time they lost, I want to say, uh, was the 2011 final, was it not? Yep, yep, that was it. That's the last time they trailed. That's crazy, and that was Japan, but then they ended up getting their revenge versus Japan in 15. So that was a pretty big deal. I think that's the one a lot of people are going to remember just because it was a revenge game, you know? Yeah. And uh, it was also a butt kicking, too. They kicked their butts bad. Um, but I think a lot of that, like I said, that came from, like, revenge. That came from a mental thing. They were like, dude, we've got to win this game. But uh, this year, I do think this year's team is the best team. I mean, so, I mean, sometimes I it just so. looks so effortless, you know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's all, honestly, it reminds you a lot of, like, you know, the Patriots some years, the... Um, Alabama football team some years you got Clemson dude those teams like sometimes dude you just know they're not gonna lose you know well, what I mean honestly the vibe I got from this U.S. women's national team was similar to the vibe that the Bama team had uh to last year no two years ago regardless it was the year that they lost to Clemson after they beat Washington you know what I'm talking about what year was that oh talking about 16 16 yeah about 16 the year we lost to Clemson or after we lost to Clemson the year that Alabama lost to Clemson after they beat Washington. 16. Yeah. That was 16, yeah. So that 2016 Alabama team, for those of you that don't remember it, made every game look like a piece of cake. That was the year that they had like a defensive oh, touchdown unreal. every single game. Uh, it was multiple defensive touchdowns almost yeah, every game. it was ridiculous. That's what was crazy about it. There was all kinds of records with that. They were beating down like, you know, power five teams with their fourth stringers. It was just something unreal. And then they just, you know, just lost to Clemson. I mean, it was just... Um, I wouldn't say... Well, I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts about that, but that well, takes yeah, a lot okay. of time to talk about that, dude. Yeah, I, I get what you're trying to say. That was with the, something else. I know you know exactly who I'm about to at. Yeah. I'm about to tag somebody in this one if we keep going. But it, it doesn't matter. Um, my, my point no, it is... Doesn't. it doesn't. But still, if they had played how they played the rest of the season, that play at the end of the game never should have happened. That's my point. Yeah. No, I agree. But um, as far as this team goes, dude, unbeatable. It was unreal. It, they, like you said, they made it with ease. Even in the semifinals, it was almost like, dude, like this team's gonna win. Dude, they didn't even start uh, Rapino, and she's she's the one who won the uh, Golden Boot. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. I don't I, know. I, well, I think that, I think it was crazy. Play your hot players, you know what I mean? And not that obviously Rapino yeah. won the Golden Boot. Obviously, she's doing just fine. But I mean, oh yeah, you know, look at Alex Morgan no, throughout they the whole thing. Her. Well, see, that was crazy, though. Um, England, who they beat in the semifinal, also lost in the semifinal uh, 2015. And I want to say they lost to Japan, right? I think so. In 15, I want to say they lost in the semifinal to Japan. They did lose in the semifinal. So I don't remember who, too. It, it was Japan because it wouldn't have been the U.S. Right. Because the U.S. played, um, shoot, I don't even remember now. But it doesn't matter because I know they didn't play, um, I know they didn't play England in the semifinal. So I think that's what's so crazy is that even without Rapino, they were able to beat this team. And it wasn't even so much like a Rapino, like, oh my God, she can't play. She's so hurt. It was really just, you know, 
She's a little injured. Let's just let her rest. Hopefully, we'll make it to the final. I mean, also, she's been That's on the team confidence they you had gotta, in team. You got to think about age, too. Yeah, well, she's like 36, I think, right? Still 36 years old. I mean, Alex Morgan's 30. She just turned 30, I want to say. I mean, that's getting pretty old for sports. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 36 Especially is like... Especially a sport like soccer, dude. 36 is like old man status in most sports, or old woman in this case. But, like, okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, Frank Gore, the running back for the Bills now. Oh, gosh, he's old. He's 37, yeah, he's old. right? I think he's yep. the last one from that uh, from the 2000 Miami's team, right? The last one in, in the yeah, league? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, and, and like... He's still going, and he said he has no plans to retire. But my thing is like, well, I mean, if he can keep that's doing what I'm it, keep doing he's, it. He's like, he's not bad. He's still a pretty good running back. And oh and yeah, he, no, he's. I mean, he's definitely a quality. Um, I mean, I would probably put him at backup if he were on my team. Oh yeah, but I mean, he's a solid backup. Well, the thing with Frank Gore was, I I think he tore his ACL like twice at Miami, and he's had like no injuries mm-hmm. in his uh, NFL career. Since yeah. Then. Oh no, he's been incredible. He's been great. What I think he's uh, third or fourth all time in rushing yards, which is just nuts to think because like you know you have all these big names like uh, like Barry Sanders and um, Walter Payton Emmett Smith. and Emmitt Smith, but like then you just had Frank Gore, who was never the flashiest yeah. player, but he got to the yards you needed. Oh yeah, for some um, I would honestly go as far to say like when you're talking about like the not flashy thing, I would honestly say that most people who don't keep up with the NFL and only know like the star names a lot of them probably don't really they wouldn't go uh to say Frank Gore if you're asking them, like who's the best running backs of all time mm-hmm. most of them who don't really follow probably wouldn't say Frank Gore just because they don't know much about him because he's not a flashy player he's never been crazy popular. yeah I mean he's not a flashy player he's, he's not a flashy personality player. he's just Frank Gore and he shows up and he does his work you know yeah I think so too which I can respect that but he was a monster for the 49ers he helped them uh with that run they had a few years ago yeah. Right, a few years ago. Was that he was on the Super Bowl team? Like, no, they didn't win no, the Super the, Bowl. They lost the Super yeah, they Bowl. They lost the Super Bowl, but yeah, he was on that team. Okay, so he was on the team that lost to the Ravens, mm-hmm. which that was a great Super Bowl, though. Yeah, who were you rooting for in that game? I was, I was definitely rooting for the Ravens. Yeah, I didn't keep up with... I, I didn't watch NFL at that point. What, what uh, was really? that, like eight years ago? Uh, that was 2011. Yeah. yeah, so that's probably right. I want to say it was 2011. Yeah, so I was like 13. I, did, I watched college football, but I didn't watch the NFL at the time. So I didn't know anything about I it. I was a big NFL fan. Uh, I think I pulled for the 49ers in that game. I don't really remember. I, well, I mean, a lot of people pulled for the 49ers at the time because, dude, people at the time, obviously, times have changed, but people loved Colin Kaepernick at the time just because he was so electrifying, mm-hmm. you know? And obviously... Due to political reasons, things have changed, um, which that's not important. He was still great at one time, I thought. Oh, yeah. But um, I just rooted for the Ravens because I liked uh, Ray Lewis, and I wanted him because he had already announced he was going to retire. So I did want to. I kind of wanted to see him go out on a Super Bowl, just like I did with Peyton Manning. Yeah, I don't. I wanted Peyton Manning to go out on a Super Bowl. See, I don't remember anything from that game other than the power outage. Was that not? incredible yeah and a lot of people thought that that was just because at the time i don't know if you remember this but dude the game was a blowout and then the power went out and then all of a sudden you know the power was out for like almost an hour dude it was ridiculous and then at the time they got the game back up the 49ers just clicked dude like they almost came back and won that game so a lot of people do think that that happened on purpose i'm not one of those people i legitimately think the power went out and it they panicked and then they just gave time to the 49ers to plan, talk. Hey, what are we doing wrong? I mean, yeah, I thought it was a great game, though. Dude, imagine if they had come the, back like and I said, won that the time, game. It was a blowout. Imagine oh, the if they would have come back. That would have well, a lot of Ravens fans would have been ticked. Not only because they lost, but because of the power outing. They probably would have said that that was on purpose. No, no, we'd be hearing excuses about it for the next, you know, 25 years. Oh yeah, and I'm sure the players probably would have been a part of it too. Yeah, I mean they were feeling themselves. Dude. The Ravens were on see, fire. See, this is at the, the thing time. that I'm makes me mad. Is, blowout. Like a lot of Ravens fans, you know, still got mad even though they still won. You know, and my point is oh, yeah. like, well, because it was scary after that. Well, but my point is, it's like, oh well, it gave the the Forty Nineers time to prepare. It also gave you the same exact amount of time to prepare for the other team. Yeah, for you real. Know what I mean, it's I agree. It's not an yeah, advantage for either team. If it's exactly, I think. I mean, if they're going to take advantage of it, why don't you take advantage of right. it? Right. Don't just sit there. Yeah, game I don't plan. get that. I don't. I never understood why they were so upset about that. Yeah. So if they had lost the game, Which they have no one to blame sucks. but themselves. 
Yeah, I mean, it obviously sucked having to wait for the power to come back on. And at the time, I was like, well, is the power ever going to come back on? But uh, like I said, because I think it almost took an hour. It was at least 30, 45 minutes. Oh, I remember minutes. being it was for a long while. time. Yeah, and I think that was the Super Bowl that Beyonce performed at, wasn't it? I believe so. I think it was, and I think they um, they said something about, like, after her perf- – I, I think it was right after halftime, so it was, like, right after her performance, the uh, power went out. Because I want to say it was Beyonce. Yeah, all the players were back on the field. Uh, I'm pretty positive. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, they had already played a couple plays, didn't they? I think it was, like, 12 minutes left in the third quarter. So, like, the second half had just started. Yeah, I, I just can't believe that I happened at say. a modern sporting event. I mean, obviously, power outage yeah. is going to happen anywhere at any time, but – just for it to happen on yeah. the Super Bowl, like it, that's just—it's crazy to think that that could even happen, you know? Yeah. Because of all so, the preparing um, that goes into it. Yeah. So before we move on to our next topic, we have a word from a sponsor. Oh, we do. Um, thank you so much to Moe's Southwest Grill. <laughs> uh, we are super excited to be here and uh, go get you a burrito, a wrong dug. Um, you know, chips and salsa. And yeah, why don't you spend a little extra on that queso? Treat yourself, you know? You just got done watching the women win the World Cup. Exciting news for America. Um, go treat yourself. Yeah. That's exciting. By the times. way, not only are we sponsored, Andrew's the spokesman for the company now. Yep. I'm so excited to be here with Moe's Southwest Grill. Don't I mean, confuse it with Moe's Barbecue. If you had a choice, Very uh, why would you choose anyone else other than Andrew Arnold? I agree. I completely agree. I, hope I think agree. I'm the best spokesperson for Moe's. Um, but yeah, so anyway, on to our next topic, NBA duos. Um, I would say, Trey, we have reached a point where a lot of people have been begging for this, and I would say we finally reached it, NBA parody. Would you say we have reached that? It's a lot better than it could have been. That's what I'll say. Um, okay, I like that. I honestly, this is the first time in a while that I'm excited because I, who knows who's going to win, you know? Because oh, the playoffs are going to be incredible. Yeah. Okay. Because let's think about East this. And West. You still got Steph and Clay, and then you got LeBron and AD, and then you got Kawhi mm-hmm. and Paul George. They're all in the same division. Which is freaking crazy, <laughs> dude. I woke up. I because it happened in the middle. It was like, like 11, 12 o'clock in uh, at night, wasn't it? It was like one a.m. Something actually. Like that when, Oh, well, see, I was asleep when it happened because uh, I was when I was in Disney. So I woke up, checked my phone, and I was like, what? And the first thing I saw was Paul George, and I was like, what? That's crazy. And then I saw Kawhi went there, too, and I was like, oh, God. I was like, dang it, dude. <laughs> but, I mean, I was right, though. I said last week, I said Kawhi will not sign with the Lakers, even though it was me trying to um, jinx it or, you know, anti-jinx it. I was right. So thank you for that. Everyone applaud me. And I, um, I said he goes back to the Raptors, I think. So, I was wrong. Yeah, okay, well, yep, that's okay. Maybe you'll get him next told time. told you, worst <laughs> takes of all time, man. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not entirely shocked that he went to the Clippers, especially since he convinced Paul George to come with him. But, uh, I don't know. I think, like you said, I think it's a lot better than it was. And so, I kind of listed out, uh, or I wrote down before we got on here, some um, NBA duos. Um that I think will make some noise, and I want you to tell me title contender or not. You don't have to tell me if they're you know an incredible duo or not, but give me your take, title contender or not. Okay, sounds fun. Okay, LeBron and Anthony Davis, title contenders. Kawhi and George, title contenders. All right, I'm about to swing a good one at you because this is one that I'm excited to say because nobody has brought it up that I've heard so far. Porzingis and Doncic. Not title contenders. But do you like the duo? Oh, I love the duo. If, yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I just think the team needs some more work as a whole before. Okay. Like that's I, agree. I think the Lakers and the Clippers have enough around them to make that viable right now. I don't think the mm-hmm. Mavs do. But Okay. Uh, but but I, you like the duo. I, I like the duo. I really do. Okay. I do too. That's how I feel also. So um next, obvious, Steph and Clay. Yeah, they're still in it. Okay. Do you think if they didn't have Draymond, they would be? Or do you think Draymond helps them be that? Dr- Draymond helps, definitely. Okay, if Draymond was not there, do you think they'd still be title contenders um, by just their star duo and then the rest of the team? If if Draymond was not there, they would be closer than the Mavs, but I don't know if they'd be title contenders anymore. Okay. Draymond helps more like than that. you think. I think that's probably the way I feel too. 
Yeah, I think Draymond's still a great player. I'm not trying to discredit him by not mentioning him in the duo, but obviously it's the Splash Brothers, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay, next up, uh, KD and Kyrie. <sighs> that's another one that's just kind of tough because I don't know if the rest of the team has it, but right now I'm going to say uh, yeah. yes because those two players are that good. Okay, but you also have to yeah, remember, but it's not going to be this we have next to year. wait two years to see it. Yeah. yeah, we have to wait two seasons from now because... I don't. I'm a pretty positive KD is not going to come back. Clay will come back. From what I understand, they're expecting him to be back by the All Star break, so that gives him a whole half of a season plus playoffs. Right. So depending on how well Steph and Draymond can hold down the fort, um, we might see some pretty good things with them. Kyrie, don't think he can do it alone in Brooklyn. No, definitely not. Okay. He couldn't uh, do it this with is help pretty in good Boston. One. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So Simmons and Embiid. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I got some bias speaking, but I think they got a chance because think about this team that they had last year. The only person they lost was Jimmy Butler, and they got Josh Richardson to replace mm-hmm. him, who isn't quite Jimmy Butler, but he's also pretty good at the same time, and I think you can agree to that. Um, okay. And then Al Horford is going to be an interesting uh, fit at the four. I think they have the best defensive starting five in the NBA, and that's like no question to me. Um, so I think okay. the defense of that team gives them the, the potential to be a title okay. contender. I think, for me, in my opinion, I think conference finals is their cap. I don't think they could make it past the conference finals. Well, think about it this way. I really don't. They were one bounce away from taking it to overtime with the Raptors. True. against Yeah, against the champions, yeah. Yeah, so, and that was game seven. So, I mean, just yep. I'm just saying, they were... A, a lot better team than a lot of people gave them credit for this year. Yeah, no, that's and true. And a lot would argue that they have improved over the offseason. Okay. So. All right, so next up, we got, I don't know how this one's going to pan out, um, but Harden and CP3, are they still going to be a duo? Or, like, okay, well, it's been kind of quiet We'll assume now. that they're still on the team together. I don't think they will be, but mm-hmm. if we're assuming they still are, no, they're not title contenders. Okay. Not enough around. Um, especially not now. I don't think so either. Now that the West is becoming so like the West was already incredible, but now there's heavy, a lot though. of parity. Yeah, now there's like four yeah, or five really good teams where it was just like two. Yep. No, yeah, it was like two great teams and then like three or like three pretty good teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now five really, really good teams. And I wouldn't say there's any team that's incredible right now that would just stands out. Okay. Um, next up which is the last one that is actually happening right now, is Lillard and McCollum. Uh, Lillard and McCollum? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Would you say, yeah, would you say that they're a title contender? I still don't think so. I think if you had someone better... I put them next, on the same level. Oh, yeah, I, I think I put they're them both on the same great. level Simmons and Embiid. Uh, but I, honestly, I think they're behind Simmons and Embiid. Um, that's okay. also kind of due to the conference they're in. Would you say it's because of their team, or would you say it's because they're just not as good of a duo? I think it's a little bit of three things. I think, like I said, it's a little yeah. bit because of the teams they're going to have to play all year in the Western Conference. Two, I don't think they're as good of a du- uh, duo as a lot of the other ones you mentioned. Not that they're a bad duo, but I think if you had someone maybe... just I, I don't know exactly how I'm trying to go with this, but I think if Lillard had some better help, and I'm not trying to put all this on McCollum because they kind of go back and forth with their good games, but I think for Portland, you got to make Lillard your star long-term and then find someone else to go with him better than McCollum. Okay. And then also, yeah, yeah the team needs help. Like that. So. And I do I do like what you just said. I do think those are, um, I think everyone that I've mentioned thus far is a great duo, but I think a lot of times people forget that they have to have a team. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Team, it has to be there behind them, or they're not going to be able to do anything. Right. And so that factors a lot into it. Obviously, you've got people like Kawhi, Paul George, LeBron, Anthony Davis, um, Steph and Clay, maybe, that could probably really carry a team, but you still have to have teammates. You know? Yeah, it's still a team sport. So so the last thing that I wrote down is one that hasn't happened yet. It's a possibility that I've seen, and I'm kind of excited about the possibility. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, and it's really shaking up the NBA right now. The possibility of Russell Westbrook being traded to Miami and um, teaming up with Jimmy Butler. What do you think? So I think a lot of people have heard about this, so it's not like we're breaking news, but... Yeah, no, this is nothing breaking. We've heard about it the past few days. 
I'm not sure how well that would work. Not because of their uh, play. The duo I, or the team? I think their play would work really well together if they could put their egos aside. Okay, so you think it's personality. I think, yeah, for that case, it's like a, a bad mixture of personalities if that were to happen. Because, okay. I mean, they're just both pretty out there players in terms of their uh, their opinions. Yeah, they are. You know? And they're very outspoken. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if they ever had a problem where they where they had a disagreement, they're both right. At least in their eyes, they are. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah, I understand that. If, if they could find a ground for compromise and learn to work together, then, then it could be like a... To me, it kind of reminds me of like a Shaq Kobe type deal. Not that they're on the okay. same level, but oh, like, okay, yeah. But, but I mean, mentality wise, Shaq and Kobe both mm-hmm. thought they were right about everything, and if they had a disagreement, it was just bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, and so, I completely agree. So I with think you. they could be a great duo together if they could put their egos aside, but I don't think that would happen. So personally, I think if Westbrook went to Miami, I think you'd have a big problem two or three years down the road. Okay, and I will say, as a Miami fan, I am excited about the possibility. I'm not really sold on what it's gonna, when it's going to happen, um, or if it's going to happen. I mean, um, if it does, it'd be huge for Miami. Not so big for OKC, I don't feel like. Um, I think OKC's, I think they're in rebuild mode now. They got to be. <laughs> yeah. This is full rebuild. Yeah, I don't see, especially if Westbrook's, even with West, Westbrook there, you could make the argument now they're in rebuild. Dude, it's you could so really could. crazy how they've just collapsed over the last few years. Yeah. I mean, it's really just been this year, honestly. Because, I mean, it but, was you them know, and the they've Warriors gotten rid of, every year for like four yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, you had KD, you had Russ, and you had James Harden on one team, and Russ is the last man standing, and it's now looking like he's gone too. So, as an OKC fan, I don't, I don't know how you handle the fact that you had those three players and you never won a championship. Even if you just had two of them, you never won a championship. You got real dang close a couple times, but it just never happened. That's got to be so frustrating. Um but yeah, I mean, I don't really know where else to go with that because that I mean, they got to be in rebuild mode. So that's got to be so hard. The only good thing them. is they got a lot of assets for Paul George and oh, and if they yeah. trade a, a lot, lot for picks. Russell West, like if they get a lot for Russell Westbrook, then they're going to be Which in good shape to rebuild, will. you know? I don't know how I mean, a lot of people don't the only team that I've seen is interested that Russell is also interested is Miami and you're not going to get a ton out of Miami after they already traded for Jimmy Butler. You know what I mean? There's not a t- Miami does not have a ton of assets. So I mean, and plus nobody really wants him because of his contract right now. Well, then they might be his looking into a crazy expensive. like a three-team trade. You know? Yeah, that's possible. I mean, I don't because that, that three-team trade is the only way they pulled off the Jimmy Butler trade in the first place. Yeah, that's true. Well, according to Woj, Miami is very intriguing for um, for Russell. Apparently, he's very very interested in the Miami. He deal. wants to live that beach life. Yeah, he does. He wants to come down to South Beach, boy. He ain't going to win a championship. I I mean, even as a fan, I'll tell you, I don't think we'd... Well, no, we would not win a championship with Russell Westbrook and Jimmy now, Butler. Like, again, I do think we'd that be goes good. back to like exactly what I was saying with Portland. I think those two would be a great duo together, but they don't have near anything around them to be, to make them title Heck contenders, no. you know? Heck no. Yeah, who's our big? Who's going to be Miami's big now that White Sox gone? For real. I mean, I just don't think that they're... I don't think there's a team around that. Is, Maybe in a couple years. Is Bam out of bio still on the picks. team? Uh, Bam, yeah, Bam's still on the team. Yeah. Which is one player that I have seen um, uh, OKC would be interested in for a trade. I don't know if Miami's interested in getting rid of Bam, though. And, you know, Josh Richardson's already gone. Right. Which he would be a huge asset, but we already traded him for the uh, Butler trade. I feel trade. like if it went through, Justice Winslow would probably be going to OKC. Yeah, Justice Winslow's gone. I definitely think so. I hope not. I do like Justice. I was super excited uh, to see him coming out of college, coming to Miami, but it just hasn't really panned out. He's been pretty good coming off the bench, but nothing spectacular. He was, I mean, he was really good his rookie year. Uh, just yeah, no, he was. Don't know what That's why I was so excited about it. But I don't know. He's like I said, good bench player, but nothing spectacular. Like oh my god, we can't lose him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So moving on, Trey, have you watched? Stranger Things 3 yet? No, I haven't. I've heard a lot of things about it. Have you watched it. one or two? Yeah, yeah, I've seen all of it up to three, but I haven't seen it yet. And, you know, just... Dude, you need to watch it. I've heard a lot of stuff about it, and I've heard it ain't great. It was good. Oh. It was good. Okay, well, you're the first person I've heard that from. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I've heard I liked it. I've a heard lot. four or five other people tell me they really didn't like it. I think a lot of people didn't like it because they didn't like the ending, which I'm not going to spoil the I ending. I already know the ending. But oh, you do? Yeah. Well, most people it's ticking me off to be honest because uh, I could have I guessed the ending just by those freaking tweets that people were putting yeah, out. Yeah, me too. And I couldn't I couldn't watch it because um obviously I was in Orlando, so I couldn't watch it when it came out and I had to wait 3 or 4 days to watch it cuz I just finished it uh 2 days ago. So at the people who I follow and you know who you are, you were tweeting about it. Shame on you. <laughs> Shame on you. I went to go see Avengers Endgame the night it came out, and I didn't say a word to anybody other than, yeah, great movie, go watch it. <laughs> but no, you guys had to ruin it. And there's one person in particular I'm thinking of, and I just can't believe she did that. She didn't ruin it, but she basically ruined it. I think I- you know what I mean? Like they didn't they don't come out and say what happened, but they hint at it, and then I'm like, Well, dang, I can guess what happened. You know what I mean? Right. I hate that. I I mean I just cannot stand that stuff, dude. Uh, I I'm so, yeah, gonna watch it. Think, it's just a matter uh, of it when. It's just more. Of, I've, I have enough stuff going on right now. I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it eventually. Well, I will say, I think the thing that I liked a lot about it is that they made it very apparent that these kids are growing up. You know, yeah. And so it was a little. It was pretty good bit darker than what we've seen. Ooh. Like a lot of things that happened were pretty dark. I like dark stuff. And um. Yeah, no, they made it very much more adult this time. It wasn't, like, they made it obvious that they were like, yeah, we're growing up with these kids, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and So I, I like, thought that was really fun to watch. Yeah, and I saw a picture of them the other day, and I was like, like, a picture of them from, like, literally a few days ago. I was like, it's kind of crazy mm-hmm. how much bigger they've gotten. Yeah, no, it is, especially, I will tell you, uh, you know, Will. Do you, you remember yeah. which one Will is? Yeah, Will. Dude, he looks like a, I wouldn't say a grown man, but I think his change has been more apparent than any of them. Like, when you watch the show, it's like, dude, you look like you're like six foot tall now. Really? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, he looks really big to me. Now I just want to watch it for this reason. I'm just intrigued. Not like fat big, but like, he looks like a tall kid now. Like, he looks like he's in high school. I think so. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I think he definitely looks he looks more grown up than any of them to me. I don't think Mike really looks that different. I will say one thing, dude. Their haircuts are awful. <laughs> okay, I have one question. I mean, I know it takes place in the eighties. Yeah, I just but... want I have one question before we move on. Did Okay. Like with the ending, which I know one thing that happens, but I don't know the whole ending. Is the ending something where they can continue to make a Stranger Things for? Oh yeah, they've yeah, absolutely. Okay. And from what I understand, Stranger Things four is it. That's going to be the last okay. season. See, I was just curious so about all this because, you know, it wasn't Stranger Things season two, season mm-hmm. three. It was Stranger Things one, two, one, two, and three, which is still kind of strange to me because it's the same show. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they kind of make it out in like a movie, a movie format. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, I'll give them that. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. If you start from like the beginning to the end, it's like watching a movie, which obviously is really hard to watch it from beginning to end in one sitting because it's. They're all an hour episodes. Right. But um, I enjoyed it. There is a... See, the ending, I will say, like the actual ending of the show, I thought maybe not some... Like, I could see it ending here, but then there was a post credit scene. Ah, uh, okay. And the post credit scenes definitely led up to a Stranger Things 4, which they've already announced is going to happen. Okay. And... From what I understand, from because I did some research on it once, because I was like, "Oh man, this maybe is it." And then post credit happened, and then I Googled it, and apparently from the beginning they intended to end on Stranger Things four, but they said don't rule out the possibility of a five. But they said there's no way we're going past that. They said four is probably where we're going to stop, but we're considering doing a five just because we love the story we have so much. I think that's. But they said they they want to end where they're at. You know, yeah, and, and you so know, I like that, and I think that's good. End on top, yeah, and exactly, exactly. Don't drag it out because, like, look at where The Walking Dead is now compared to where it used to be. That was literally the article I read. That was exactly what they referred to. Because at one point, that was the was biggest the show Dead. on television. Yeah, now it's awful. <sighs> I mean, I didn't. Even, I stopped watching after season three. Yeah, it really makes me sad. Which, yeah, I mean, I thought the first three seasons were fantastic. And then I will say, though, I think a lot of people liked the prison season. Didn't think it was that great. 
I was not like all about it. I was like, yeah, th- now that they're kind of going into this whole thing where like there's villages of people and like they're all fighting against each other. I was like, ah, this kind of sucks. I liked it I up liked until it about so, season, the survival thing. I think about season six. That's when I fell off. I was like, this is kind of oh, I never got that far. I don't know what happened. I know, obviously, this is nowhere. I don't think this is a spoiler to say that what's his name dies, does is it? It's been, it's been long enough. That, right? Yeah, it's been a long time since I, I haven't even watched that season and I knew that happened. And I was like, you know, I don't care. Well, I like, cared because matter. I was like, what's the point of the show anymore? It started with Rick. The yeah, whole it show. Yeah, should him. Yeah, well, uh, did he want to leave or did they want to kill him? I'm sure he wanted to leave. He's probably fed up with the show. The writing well, the got show's awful. been going on for... Uh, I didn't even realize it was still going. It's been like 10 years I now. I thought they ended it. I thought they ended it. And like you said, it was the biggest show on television for like two or three years. Yeah. And then they just kind of drug it on. Like, they had a perfect... They could have ended it, for sure. Oh, well... I don't know. It makes me sad, uh, but there's nothing you can do about it. But yeah, as far as Andrew's movie slash TV reviews go, Stranger Things, baby. Oh, and I do have one this week. I was listening to our episode last week just to kind of, I like to do that sometimes just to um, see. Quality control. Yeah, I like to, quality control. I want to see what we can do better. Um, You know, obviously, hey, we're open to ideas. If anybody's got anything that they'd like to see us do or be better, you know, message us, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. But... I was listening to it and I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to have another one next week, but I have another one this week. So <laughs> Stranger Things, I would give it a, I need to come up with a rating system for myself, don't I? Oh yeah. Hmm. Out of eight, s- seven G Fuel cups, how many would you get? <laughs> Ooh, that's, a, oh, I like that. Um, mm, actually, I tell you what, um, I don't know. I need to come up with something. Maybe I'll come up with something for next week if I can think of it. I'll come up with something to review next week. How about that? Okay. And I'll come up with a rating system. But right now, I will say Stranger Things 3, 7.5 out of 10. Okay. I think that's a pretty good rating. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I think it's def- if you're If you're into Stranger Things, watch it. If you're not into Stranger Things, start it. Watch it. I'm telling you, it's a great show. Believe the hype. It's really, really entertaining. So I think we want to move on to our listener question, Andrew. We got a pretty good one this week. Okay. Yeah, I liked this one a lot, and it was actually, like, thought-provoking. Like, I really had to think about it. I have my answer written down just because I was like, I really want to do well with this well, one. Well, I, I feel like you had a lot easier or a lot harder time with this I, than I do because, um, yeah, because like, honestly, maybe. you go to a million games a year. So you yeah, have a lot more to I do. And I understood that when I thought about it, because um, we and you were talking about it earlier, and I was like, oh, shoot, I don't know if maybe he has enough things because I don't know how many games you've been to. I do. So uh, we, the question we got, it said, y'all should do a Mount Rushmore slash top four sporting event moments that you've gotten to experience in person. And I like that a lot. Yeah. I think that was really cool. So, uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go ahead, man. Choose one. Okay, so for mine... I um I actually kind of struggled and I do I have a tie. So I do have five things, but I felt like four and five were like on the same level and I thought they were just kind of things I could like throw out there. Okay. So for this one, the uh Colts Titans game in 2015. Oh yeah. I went to that was a great game. It was a comeback. Um they came back Andrew like, Luck. What 28 points, right? Yeah, they scored 21 in the fourth quarter to win by two. This final score was 35 to three. I was there. It was my first, no, it might've been my second. It might've been my second NFL game to go to. Um, it was really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. I, great food at that stadium, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic chicken sandwiches. Ooh, man. It was in Nashville, by the way. Um, great game. Andrew Luck balled out in the fourth quarter, dude. Him and T.Y. Hilton, dude, he was just chunking the ball. And uh, they scored with like a minute left to go and they took the lead. Like I said, 21 in the fourth. Great game. But also um, tied for that for hey, fourth wait, wait, place. Real quick before you go to that, do you remember Sydney, the Colts fan that we went to high school with? Yeah. She, okay, this girl, she's from Indiana, huge Colts fan. She left mm-hmm. at the beginning of the fourth quarter of that game. Did she really? <laughs> I didn't even know she was there. Yeah. Dude, she was. Yeah, no, I, I stayed her, for the full game. I saw her the next day at school. She was so mad. Well, the only reason I was there, because I'm not a Colts or Titans fan, but Nashville is within my vicinity of driving, and um, I'm a big Andrew Luck fan. And then some guy that um, my dad knows just gave us free tickets, which was super nice of him, because they were really, really good seats. Like, they were club level. Um, So it was awesome. We didn't even have to pay to go. 
I don't think we paid to go. My, uh, but anyway, it was a great time. Um, tied for that. This I'll just say this is an honorable mention. Um, the Jag. I went to the Jaguars game this past year versus the Patriots, where they got revenge in the AFC yeah. Championship. Yeah, dude, that was fun time. Blake Bortles threw for 400 yards. Um, I think it was almost, almost 400 Blake yards. Yeah, that's probably like 380 or something like that. And then four touchdowns. Dude, the game was awesome. For a second there, I thought the Patriots are going to come back, but the um, but the uh, Jags ended up winning. Um, so I would say probably the Jaguars revenge versus Patriots. Like I said, 400 t- uh, yards, four touchdowns. Great game. Um, number three. Uh, this is actually all the re- the top three all happened within the past year. So number three was the Braves and the Dodgers game. I want to say it was like the second or third game in the series. It was in Atlanta, and uh, Sean Newcomb was one out away from a Yo, no hitter. Yeah, you were at that game. Yeah, I was, I was at that game. That at and home. Chris Taylor, yeah, and Chris Taylor hit the ground ball to the left, uh, single to end the no hitter. Oh man, people were on their feet recording because there was one out left, yeah. and I think the, um, I think we were at a two-two count. I want to say it yeah, was. He was Dude, one strike away. People, people were so upset about it, but it, I thought it was really, really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. So um, I would say that was number three. Now my top two are definitely top two solid. Like th- there is no debate in my mind that these were going to be the top two. Um, the number two is definitely the 2018 SEC Championship game. Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, my gosh. That was incredible. The stadium was so loud. I was, like, having flashbacks from the National Championship game, you know, the year before. Um, It was Alabama and Georgia, for those of you who don't know. I'm sure most people do know this, though. Um, Gosh, it was incredible. You know, Tua, star quarterback. He's going to win the Heisman. Everybody knows it. (laughs) Best player in college football. And then we just go out there, and dude, he lays an egg. I don't even know if it was so much Tua as it was he got hurt. I don't think he necessarily played awful because he still threw three touchdowns, right? No, he threw two touchdowns, and then one of them was rushing. So that game was incredible. Jalen Hurts came in, and it was like a flip-flop from the year before where Tua came in in place of Jalen Hurts and won the game versus Georgia. This time, Tua gets hurt. Jalen comes in, saves the day. Dude, it was incredible. People were like literally crying, Trey. It was it was incredible. There was it was in the brand new Mercedes Benz Stadium mm-hmm. too in Atlanta. Gosh, it was incredible. For those of you who were there, I know you know what I'm talking about. For those of you who weren't there, gosh, it was an incredible. It's probably one of the most incredible atmospheres I've ever been a part of. Only second to my number one. My number one. It's. I mean, I think everybody knows. It's got to be second and twenty six, dude. The national championship game in 2017, Alabama and Georgia. How could it be anything else? Oh, yeah. I don't think it could be anything else. I mean, it was the most incredible sporting event I've ever seen in person. Probably would have been the most incredible event I had ever seen on TV if I had watched it from home. Oh, yeah. It was for me. That's what I'm saying. It It was incredible. I mean, it was incredible. I was there, and, um, you know, we're just down, dude. We are so upset because at halftime, we're losing 13 to nothing. And then they go up like twenty to three or something like that. I can't remember what the exact score was. Oh, at halftime. Yeah, yeah. And then they go up twenty to three, right? Mm, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. They they ended up they ended up like really laying it on us, and um, I don't know what happened, dude. But Tua came in, or I guess Tua happened, came in, won the game, dude. It was incredible. We basically won. I mean, a lot of people debate whether you can call it a hail mary or not, but it was a beautiful oh, it was not throw. A hail mary. See, I don't think it was a hail mary no, either, that was a route, but it was a beautiful throw. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful throw. Uh, I don't remember how many yards it was. It was probably like forty yards, something like that. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. It was probably like 35, 40 yards, and uh, right into Devonte Smith's hand. Tua, the fr- true freshman, saved the day. Uh, the stadium went crazy. You know, Georgia fans were obviously like crying and everything. It was best sporting event by far that I've attended. Yeah, yours are a lot more like up there than mine. Mine had a lot of personal stuff behind them because hey that's okay well, like they okay let me just start and you'll kind of understand number four i was going to go with i went to the alabama arkansas football game in 2011 that was the it was the 2011 national championship year when they played lsu you remember that mm-hmm. yeah so that year against arkansas arkansas was like number like 14 in the country this is when they were actually a good team and um 
there was just, I was sitting in the end zone. It was me and my cousin, and I was like 13 or something. I just remember because it was a crazy game. Like, specifically, the, the part of the game that sealed it for me was this is when A.J. McCarron was, uh, he was the starter, but he also held for uh, field goals and PATs. Yeah. Yeah. And all year, my cousin had been saying, he said, I'm telling you, man, there's a reason they're putting him there. And, dude, in this game, they were attempting about a 45-yard field goal. A.J. catches the ball, stands up, and throws a dime down the field, and they score on a fake field goal. And, I, yeah, dude, at that moment, I, I was that. like, dude, this is incredible. Like, the, the, yeah, that was the atmosphere was crazy in the stadium. I didn't know you were at that game. Yeah, it was awesome. That's incredible, dude. That was a fun one. And then, uh, let's see, number three, this just happened recently. Um, but this was a UNA game. And the reason it was so cool is because like, we got on Sports Center for this, and which is like big for us because, mm-hmm. you know, we don't. But yeah. so we we were playing um, like Stetson, I think. It doesn't really matter. But so I'm, I'm at work at this game. I'm working the video boards that are in our arena. And dude, like I'm telling you, we, we were playing so terribly, like just awful. And um, there's no reason we should have even been in this game. Literally, Stetson, one of the guys, at one point, he missed. He had a wide-open dunk and just missed it. He missed the dunk. Really? If he had made this dunk. No, it does seem like I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he had made this dunk, they would have won the game. Because, Crap. Yeah, okay. So they, we were down two points, and we were just fouling and fouling and fouling in the last minute. So we're down two points with, like, 1.7 seconds left. And we get the ball, dribbles, just throws it up from half court, drains it. It goes in, and we win the game. It was just crap i bet that i bet that stadium went crazy yeah, i dude. mean obviously there weren't a ton of people in there because it's una and stetson but it was just it was awesome to, to like to be a, a game like that you know it's not every day you see a half court yeah. buzzer beater to win the game yeah for those of you who don't know these are both alabama colleges uh i think just I think to clarify stetson in alabama i thought it was in like georgia or something i thought it was in alabama is it not i don't know i have no idea to be honest let me look it up real quick but stetson <laughs> is in uh, no, I don't want that. Steps in college. On the spot research from Couch Takes. Oh, it's in Florida. Florida. Okay. I thought it was in, I don't know why I thought it was in Alabama. Yeah, but. So, okay, anyway, continue. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, so we did that. And then the next two were in back-to-back years. Uh, it was Raiders versus Titans both times. So number two was Raiders versus Titans in 2016. It was just, it was the hottest day of the year in Nashville. And I'm sitting in the upper deck wearing a black Raiders jersey. It was a rough time. Oh, God! No, no sunscreen, I bet nothing. I so hot. Dude, we were dying. And that's the reason that made this so good is because down at the end, Titans took the lead. Like, it was back and forth all game. Titans took the lead with about eight minutes left. Raiders took the lead. They took a four-point lead with about two minutes left in the game. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Yes. You know? And then the Titans yeah. are marching down the field. And I was like, I, I like, literally... It was just, it was just so crazy because of the time I was like, I'm about to pass out. And there were literally people passing out around me. Like the security was going to having to come up there and carry people down and stuff. And, um, and this is when Andre Johnson was on the Titans like for like the three or four games that he was. Yeah. And they throw a pa- uh, Marcus Mariota leads him down the field with like 10 seconds. left, throws a pass to Andre Johnson in the corner of the end zone. And I'm like, oh my God, Titans are going to win this game. And, um, and then flag comes out super late. And it was offensive pass interference on Andre Johnson. And then, like, four downs in a row, they guard him, and Raiders take the game. And I was just, like, so thankful because they won. I was sunburned. I was about to pass out, you know, whatever. Yeah. Was this the game you went with your dad? Yeah. And then the other one was— Or did your dad go both times? He went both times. So the other time— Okay. My number one, we were in the end zone. We were literally, like, 16 rows up from the end zone. And it was a similar situation, but kind of the exact opposite. So it was raining this time, and it was cold because it was the end of November. Oh, I hate Dude, that. all the Titans fans left because they were so bad that year. They went 3-13. and 13, But all the Raiders fans were still there because, you know, they don't get to see their team because it's in Tennessee. So literally, it was like a Raiders home game for this game. It was awesome. And it was a, a minute and a half left, and Derek Carr drove the uh, team down the field, and it was 4th and 10, incomplete pass. And this flag was so late. My dad looked over to me and said, all right, you uh, you want to head out? And then the flag came out. And it was pass interference, got four fresh downs, and I'm talking, dude, absolute dime to the corner of the end zone to Seth Roberts, if you know who that is. 
Yeah, no, I think I watched that. I'm pretty sure I watched that when that happened. Yeah, and uh, with about a minute left, they scored. And then right after that, Marcus Mariota threw a pick, and the Raiders won the game. It was just, it, that was my first professional like NFL game to go to. And especially for mm-hmm. my team, being all the way in California, to see that, it was just, it was like euphoric, man. It was amazing. Yeah, I bet that was awesome. Do you think you'll, uh, well, I know because uh, the Raiders are supposed to be moving to Vegas here in the next couple of years. Do you think you're ever going to try and fly out to Vegas and go to a Absolutely. game? Absolutely. Flights are cheap to Vegas. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome, dude. Yeah, and plus, I mean, the stadium's supposed to be cool, and then it's around the strip and all this. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Oh, yeah, the stadium's going to be really, really nice. Couch takes live from Las Vegas. Crap, dude. We might have to think about it. (laughs) I don't know. Moe's, hook us up with some moolah, baby. Anyway, I hope that answered your question. Uh, That's, I guess, our best experiences, Andrew? Yeah, our Mount Rushmore of... um, of sporting events that we've seen in person. I thought that was a pretty good list on both of our parts. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, we'd like to thank you for that. And, Andrew, you got anything else you want to say? Yeah, thank you so much for listening. We feel like we've had a pretty good episode. If you like it, wanted us to do something else, send us a question or anything like that, just let us know. Uh, we always check our DMs. Thank you so much for listening. Y'all have a great week, and uh, God bless. All right, see y'all.